Hey, everybody. We love you. We appreciate you praying for you. I got my girl back with me. Can I just pause real quick? Baby, in that welcome, you was like really reading the scripture. Like, you were like really reading. Like you were like speed reading. Like you're, when you were was reading I the reading? giving declaration. Was I reading it or was Hey, I... guys. Hashtag oh, yes or no. Man. If Reverend Cheney was speed reading the giving declaration. Maybe I maybe I know it and I was just giving it. <laughs> hey guys, we're Fred and Cheney. We love you guys. <laughs> we appreciate you. We create relevant moments where broken and hurting people are restored back to their rightful place. Hey, we're in August. We're in August, the eighth month. New beginnings. Oh. No, we're not gonna count numbers. Please don't. No, no, we're not going to count the numbers. Uh, <laughs> new beginnings. We're in the month of new beginnings. We love you guys. We appreciate you. Thank you for all of your giving and uh, all the things that you guys have been doing, supporting us virtually uh, since March. Uh, it's been a wonderful journey. And uh, I want to simply begin to talk about today. We're calling August, we're calling it the August Rush moment. Yeah. Who would have thought we would be here in August at virtual church. Who would have I mean, have you thought? know, you put the app together and you wanted to do the app a long time ago. And you know, some of us is like an app. What you need an app for? And My mom was it. like, now Fred and I, <laughs> I don't know about all this app stuff now. Your dad is having a hard time trying to get it on his phone. <laughs> now, now, Nanny, now they're really good with the app and, and with social giving, media, everything. You know, um, 95% of our giving is done online. And, and that was... Yeah. That was happening before we went to virtual church. Mm -hmm. So uh, congratulations, Rock Church. Thank you, guys. Let's get right to the word on today. I want to begin to talk about a story in the book of John. Uh, we're calling it Open My Eyes. We're calling it that our lesson on today. Open. Y'all pray for my wife. She's had too much to drink. Um, too much caffeine. Let's open the much. eyes of my heart, Lord. Oh, wow. She's singing See? Spanish. Abre mis ojos, Cristo. <laughs> See, this is why, this is why virtual church is so fun, <laughs> because you can just lay back, let your hair down, and understand that we're here and you guys are over there. And so we're just going to talk about this lesson on today. Our media team is in here rolling like, what in the world? This is supposed to be church. It Father, is. in Jesus' name, uh -uh. let the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart be acceptable in thine sight, O oh Lord. It is our strength and our redeemer. That's church. <laughs> hey, let's get right to it. Please. I love y'all. I pre Pastor Shelly, pray for us because I know she's like, uh, are they okay? Are you, no, not they, you. Yeah. <laughs> Open your Bibles to the to the book of John, to the book of John. John is a book that my dad always taught us that if you really wanted to learn about the life of Jesus Christ, read the book of John. If not John, read the book of Mark. But I want to talk about a story in the Bible um, where Jesus finds a man who is blind. Uh, we want to talk about open the eyes in this first sermon on today. Blindness is the functionality of dependence that leads and guides us 
through the dark corridors of life blind. Um, and I don't want to just specifically hone in on a person that is naturally blind, but I, I want to broaden this. Yeah. When you're blind to something, you're dependent to function on things around you. Mm -hmm. They become like a crutch. They become like a compass mm -hmm. to you. Mm -hmm. um, that's what we're saying in, in this quote here, um, that it's like the functionality of dependence. Your blindness mm -hmm is the functionality of dependence that leads you and guides us through the dark corridors of life. Mm -hmm. Blindness, what does it mean? Being able, being unable to see, having functional sight, not having that functional sight, it's not working. Your eyesight is dysfunctional for whatever reason. Uh, without having less than one-tenth of normal vision and more than one eye unable or willing to discern or judge naturally or spiritually. Open my eyes. I want you to hashtag that today. And I simply want you to just look at your neighbor at home and say, open my eyes. Open my eyes, God, to some things that I've been blinded to. We can go right here to John chapter number nine, verse number one. And, and, and we can see in this scripture here, uh, and, and I'm going to read it out of the Amplified Bible. Uh, it says, while he was passing by, he noticed a man who had been blind from birth. And Jesus notices a man as he's passing by who has been blind from birth. The, the, the question that I want to ask here is, how did Jesus know that the man was blind from birth. Mm. It's just a question. We're not going to talk about it. But these are some things that I really want you to begin to look at at Scripture and begin to pull out. Mm -hmm. You know, um, it, it says he was passing by and he noticed a man who had been blind from birth. Mm -hmm. Who had been blind from birth. I want to talk about these four areas on how Jesus wants to open our eyes today and how does it really work? What, what really goes into that? How, how do I need my eyes to be open? Number one, I like this baby. Uh, Jesus repudiates the accusation of sinful behavior. Yes. In, in this story, in, in verse number two, we can clearly see that the disciples simply say, his disciples asked him, Rabbi, who sinned? teacher, mm -hmm. who sinned? this man or his parents that he would be born blind. Let's establish this first. D do you see the accusation? Many of us have been accused of sinful, wrongful, judgmental areas in our life yeah. because of some natural handicaps that we were given through our generation, mm -hmm. uh, some natural iniquities that we have taken on in our generations. And people have said that we sinned. Um, or it could have just been the fact that I must need to go through this because I have somebody to minister to. Wow. But because you see this ailment on me, mm -hmm. you automatically say, uh-huh. They sinned. Uh-huh. Mm -hmm. How many times in the Bible have we looked at a scripture and said it was because of sin? Um, 
there, there's really one that, that we really talk about in the Bible that we really kind of do an injustice to. Um, it's the woman at the well who was married to five husbands. Mm -hmm. She's immediately uh, accused of just being a whore. She couldn't keep a husband. Well, we don't know how many of the husbands died. Yeah. I'm sorry, y'all. Y'all forgive me. Um, y'all know. Y'all saying it in the clubs. You know, that's the language now. Um, but that's what she's considered to be. She got five husbands. Um, she can't keep a man. Well, did one die? Um, did, did, they, did, did, did she go through a divorce? Um, did they leave her? Was she abandoned? What was her issue? Why did she have five husbands? Why is the man born blind? The, the disciples immediately say, uh, and we're still talking about this moment and this mission of discipleship. Uh, he had to sin. You know, he, how could he sin when he was born blind? Mm -hmm. when, when you're born, where is the sin? <laughs> Jesus says, who had been, this man was blind at birth. So where is the sin? You know, why does his parents have to sin? When we, when we look at life, this is why we really want God to open our eyes today yeah. in some ways that we begin to look at people. Because if we're going to be disciples and we're, and we're going to regain and recommit ourselves to this mission of discipleship, we, we got to be careful that we don't have to have Jesus come in and repudiate accusations that we put upon people. Yeah. He's just a drunk and he's been drunk all his life. Well, you don't know that his mama died when he was five years old. He was depressed, taking medicine at 10 and drinking too much medicine. And now he's a drunk. And even 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 with that uh, situation, um, because, you know, Jesus does tell them uh, neither this man nor his parents. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but that the works of God should be revealed in him. Ah, come so on, there man. are so many times and a lot of times that we're going through some things. We're going through life situation, some, some ups and downs and turns, uh, turnarounds mm -hmm. in life, things mm -hmm. that we did not uh, yeah. want to go through, things that we don't want to go through. We are not happy to go through it. And you, and you got to you put yourself in this man's shoe, man's situation. I'm sure he didn't want to be blind all his life. Wow. I have to be blind so that the works of the Lord could be seen through my blind situation. Could it have been somebody else? And, and go ahead, honey. No, no. And, and accused that I did something wrong. And accused that I did done something wrong. And when you think about us today, because, you know, I, when I went through uh, uh, breast cancer, and, <laughs> and everybody knows that I went through, one of my, my initial things was, Lord, I'm in the church, and everybody's going to think that I, I have uh, animosity, that mm -hmm, I'm angry, angry, and I am none of those things. I'm eating the wrong And I way. had to begin to pray, and I had to begin to rebuke those thoughts because I didn't want, I was making accusations and afraid of the accusations that were going to be made against me. So here's the thing. There are some things that we go through in life, some things, that one thing that you're thinking about right now, that thing, you're going through it so that somebody can overcome by the word wow. of your testimony. So you must need to go through it so you can deliver somebody out of it. So Jesus has to open our eyes to wrongful accusations mm -hmm. about issues that each and every one of us have in our life. Let, let's look at my wife here. Um, literally, people were saying 
you know, these things, you know, you eating wrong and you eating too much and you need to stop doing this. Well, not understanding it wasn't her fault. It was a generational issue. Had nothing to do with sin. Breast cancer is not sin. It's a generational disease. It's a generational sickness that happens to hit women, cancer, diabetes, um, and, and there are some things that we can do to conquer these things. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not excusing that. But a lot of times the church, and I want to talk to the church today, we, we accuse people of their issues. Make accusations. And we make accusations that their issues are because of their sin. Well, you know, you blessed, you're, you're not blessed because you didn't agree with the man of God. You, you got in that accident because you didn't pay your tithe. Um, you... You, you, God is punishing you because you didn't serve him and you cursed him one day. Come on, man. Mm -hmm. Do y'all understand what we're saying? That God is such a mean God that he would purposely kill your family just to get your attention. Come on. God, no. He doesn't need to do that. He, he's much bigger and he's much stronger. So God, Jesus wants to open the disciples' eyes because the disciples are the one that have the issue. Mm -hmm. He opens their eyes to understanding, number one, that your accusation is wrong. Mm -hmm. Number two, he opens their eyes to the, revel to, the, to the revelation that he is the light of the world. He says in, in, chapter, in, in verse number five, as long as I am in the world, I am the light of the world giving guidance through my word and my works. Mm -hmm. He repudiates the accusation of sin and then he reveals that I am the light of the world. Mm -hmm. The light represents his power and his authority to do the works of his father. Jesus comes on the scene to do the works of his father. He's there to reveal that I am the light of the world. I, I am the light of the world in every dark place in this world. Where, wherever there is darkness, I'm going to be that light. Mm -hmm. And so he's coming and, and he's saying uh, in this moment here, not only does Jesus heal the man physically, but he uses his blindness as a sign, a miracle to get the attention of those who are blinded to spiritual things. Mm -hmm. He didn't kill the man. He didn't punish the man. He He's looking to heal the man because he's passing by. I want to ask you this question real quick. How many blinded people have you passed by Ooh. since March? Mm. How many blinded, unshepherded? Unshepherded? Un, un, unshepherded sheep <laughs> that you passed by and you accuse them of not coming to church because they were not saved. Maybe they were hurt. Maybe they are wounded. Maybe they're broken. Maybe they just lost their job. Maybe that person is going through some depression. They're dealing with anxiety. They're afraid to come out there. How many times, how many blind people have we passed in the church? that we see every Sunday and you go to work every day and you pass by blind people who don't have a leader, who don't have a shepherd and, and they lack compassion in their life. They lack support in their life. And we're accusing them of being hard and we're accusing them of rejecting Jesus and they're sinners and they're fornicators and they're just, we got to be careful. 
And you got to realize, as you're talking about how many people did we walk by and leave, how many people, if, if that's the case, did you, how many opportunities did you miss Whew. to reveal Christ? To reveal how many Christ. opportunities did you miss to open the blind eyes? Mm -hmm. How many opportunities did you miss? And if you miss that opportunity and you miss that opportunity and you miss that opportunity, are you going around in a circle, in a circle, in a circle because you've yet to understand your calling and what you're supposed to be doing? So you have to continue and continue and continue to revisit the same situation? Come on. So it is our job to understand that we must reveal Christ. Revealing Christ. We must reveal Christ, the light of the world. How can they overcome? They overcome by the word of their testimony. How can they hear unless they hear? So while we're walking by the blind one, the blinded eye, and refusing to, refusing to open the blind eye, that's why they're still sitting there. Because we've yet to reveal Christ, the light of the world, to them. Jesus repudiates the accusation of sinful behavior. He reveals in this moment of accusation that I am the light of the world. I'm here to restore. Where there is blindness, I'm here to bring light. Number three, Jesus renews the man's faith by use of physical elements. He uses the clay and the spittle. When he said this, he spat on the ground and made it with his saliva. And he spread the mud like ointment on the man's eyes. This is verse number six. Let's, let's, let's take a break real quick and let's just pause here. You're blind from birth. Jesus comes against the accusation. He says that I am here to restore light to where there is darkness, but I'm going to restore it by using spit and mud. Come on now. Um, you, you're going you to spit on the ground, pick it up and put it on my eyes. Baby, would you let me do that to you? Uh, no. Um, <laughs> listen, and, and when you look at this. Think about that. When, when you look at this, I, I, I did. When you look at this, <laughs> and we're not in that day, but no, I would not allow you mm -hmm. to spit and put mud on my eyes. But when you look at it, look at it at the fact that it didn't take much. It doesn't take much to open blind eyes. <laughs> Jesus didn't have to hug a Messiah. Ah. He didn't have to, to, to read all the scriptures. He just went and got some dirt and some saliva. Dirt. So all you need is we are the dirt. We made up a dirt. And all you need is yourself mm -hmm. and some living water. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> let, let, let's. And you can open blind eyes. We were in the Cayman Islands some years ago with the late Bishop Bill McKinney and uh, late Mom uh, McKinney, and we were um, working in ministry, and they were delivering demons. The guy we were there with, and you know this guy is very powerful, working really hard. And Bishop says it don't take all that. Mm -hmm. And this guy was like Bishop, you know how Bishop walked up and said. Come out. And he came out. He said, brother, he said, sometimes you just don't need to play. Sometimes all you need to just say is be healed. Sometimes all you need to do is use what you have yeah. in your hand. Jesus 
repudiates the accusation. He reveals that I am the light of the world. And then by revealing that, he renews the man's faith. And No, he renews the faith of the disciples by using physical elements. I, I want to talk about this by, by using something that, that when we see it, Jesus uses the clay as a symbol of faith. He uses the clay as an instrument of healing. Um, and, and I really want to bring this out. Uh, there are times in our lives where God will use or allow physical symbols to activate our faith in times of healing. In the, it is said in the ancient historical times that the Jews believed that the clay and the spittle had some medicinal effects on healing. So Jesus was not doing something that they were not familiar with. Mm-hmm. Come on now. Come mm-hmm. on now. Some of this stuff that we're saying, people are not familiar with. Mm-hmm. Jesus ain't familiar with it. God ain't familiar with it. Uh, J- Jesus uses something that they are familiar with. That's why you why? Can't, That's why you can't use clay and spit in my eyes. I'm not familiar with that. So I'm familiar with the word. So let's just <laughs> use the word. <laughs> so so here we are. We, we got to understand that he wants to open our eyes, but he needs to reveal himself. Yeah. He, he first, before he heals, he needs to take away the reproach. Mm-hmm. He, he needs to set the record straight. There is no sin here. I am the light of the world. I'm going to use physical elements to heal you. But then here it is. Jesus requests that the man be obedient. Mm. See, Jesus wants to do the work, but then you've got to be willing to allow the work to manifest in your life. How is the work going to manifest in your life? He says it right there in verse number seven. Go, he told him, wash in the pool of Siloam. So the man went and washed and he came home seeing. Go over there and wash in that dirty pool, that dirty water right over there. Just Mm -hmm. go wash right there. You're familiar with it. You've been there before. Uh, uh, it's, it's in your surroundings. Mm-hmm. So to open my eyes as a disciple of Christ, Jesus wants us to remove the accusation that the lost, the broken, the hurting, the wounded are in sinful places. Mm-hmm. It, I used to sit in church and they used to tear me up. You can't reach God cause you got sin in your life. God can't speak to you because your life is full of sin. Well, I mean, we all have fallen short. What about you? What about the preacher? But we've got to be careful as disciples that we don't accuse someone who had no choice in their issue, had no choice Mm -hmm. whether he would be born blind or whether he would see. So let's look at these reflective sermon moments right here. I, I really want to take you through it. Jesus passes by a man who was born blind. He heals the man. However, he challenges the faith. Jesus wants to open our eyes through faith. He's challenging our faith because when you really don't have faith, you'll lean to carnality. You'll lean to those things that will cause you to believe that everything is caused by sin. Uh, He challenges the faith of his own disciples by teaching that blindness is not the consequence of wrongdoing. Mm -hmm. How does he do that? He repudiates the accusation of sin being the blame for the issue of blindness. Jesus reveals that he is 
our true source of light. I want you to say that Jesus is my true source of light. Jesus is my true source of light. I really want you to say that he's, he's my source. He's everything that I need. I'm, I'm blinded in some areas in my life. And the accuser of the brethren, which is the enemy, is accusing me right now that sin is the reason that I fell off. That sin is the reason that I can't get where I need to get to in God. And, and that sin is the reason that God is not hearing my prayer. Yeah. But God says, I am the, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. And he comes to reveal himself by renewing your faith. He's going to put his hands over your eyes today and he's going to renew your faith. And as he renews your faith, he's going to request something out of you that you follow him. Yes. That you obey him, that you honor him, that you serve him, that you live for him all the days of yes. your life. Open my eyes, Father. I, I've been blind to purpose and destiny in my life. And these accusations that I'll never be nothing. And and, and I, I, I've been accused of all of these things. I'm no good. My daddy was no good. My mama was no good. I'm a drunk. I'm a drug addict. I'm a, I'm a no good daddy. I'm a no good mama. I, I'm just a raggedy son. God wants to speak to you right now. He wants to lay his hands over your eyes and, and begin to open your eyes so that you can begin to see. And, and, and understand this. For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. Yes. So Christ loved us so, all-knowing. He knew that you were everything that you say you are. Mm -hmm. But if, regardless to everything you, you have done, he loved yes. you so that he gave his only begotten son. Yes. That agape love, that's the unconditional love. Unconditional love. So when you're, when, 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 when you're sitting here listening to us, it doesn't matter what you've done. It doesn't matter what it looks like. It doesn't matter that very situation that you might be at home dealing with right now and you're listening to us. It mm -hmm. doesn't matter because mm -hmm. for God so loved Love the world, world that he gave his only begotten son. Think about this. You would not be trying to give your only begotten son for anybody. Anybody. But God so loved you, God so loved me, that he gave his only begotten son. Yes. That's the agape love that doesn't make lists. Mm -hmm. That's that, that, that long-suffering love, mm -hmm. that love that's patient, that love that's, that's kind, kind, that love that regardless of everything that he knew we would do, he called us righteous. Yes. He gave us the gift of being righteous. Yes. No matter what he knew about us, yes. he's given us the gift of righteousness. Mm -hmm. When someone gives you a gift, you don't reject it. You take that gift. Yes. You take that gift of righteousness. And if God calls you righteous, then you call yourself righteous. Speak those things that are not until they manifest in your life. You are righteous. You are the righteous one of Christ. That's a gift from God. So it doesn't matter what you're doing. What it doesn't matter what you're doing right now. It doesn't matter what you did yesterday. It does not matter. You, 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 you are the righteousness of Christ. It's a gift that belongs to you. It's a gift that, that he gave to you. Receive the gift. 
Don't, you don't, you don't turn gifts back. You don't re-gift. You know, we don't re-gift. You don't re-gift. You don't reject the gift. Receive the gift. It doesn't matter. Receive the gift of God. Call yourself righteous. Take in the love of Christ. He gave his only begotten son for you. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I feel that thing. I want to see you. To see you high and lifted up. Shining in the light of your glory. Pour out your power and love as we sing holy, holy, holy. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. I'm talking to somebody yeah. today. I want to see you. Let's try this since we said it. Abre mis ojos, oh Cristo. <laughs> Abre mis ojos, oh Cristo. Yo quiero verte. Yo quiero verte. <laughs> Open the eyes of my heart, Lord. Come on, say Jesus. Open the eyes of my heart. I want to see you. Come on. I want to see you. How do I want to see you? To see you high and lifted up. Shining in the light of your glory. Pour out your power and love as we sing holy, holy, holy. To see you high and lifted up. Sing it in Spanish, baby. Shining in the light of your glory. You remember it? I don't know. Pour out your power and love. As we sing, holy, holy, holy. We know this one right here. Santo, santo, santo. Come on, say it. Santo, santo, santo. Santo, santo, santo. Yo quiero verte. Come on, let's say it again. Santo. Santo, santo, santo. Santo, santo, santo. Santo, santo, santo. Yo quiero verte. Father, we thank you for that moment. Yes, Lord. That Jesus is now opening our eyes. Open our eyes, Father. We've been blinded to so many things from birth. Hurt, pain, abuse, rejection, abandonment, addictions. Jesus said, I've come to bring light. I am the guider. My light is here to do the works of my father. Yeah. So now renew our faith by opening our eyes. Renew our faith, oh God, by requesting our obedience, oh God, that we follow you and that we trust you, oh God. You prayed that prayer with me on the day. I simply want you to hashtag it. God is opening my eyes. I want to be saved today. I simply want you to say it after me. Lord, come into my heart. I ask you to save me. I ask that you forgive me of all of my sin. I acknowledge that you 
have died on the cross. Yeah. You've rose again. Yeah. You've given all power yes. in your hands. Father, I thank you. I confess with my mouth that I am a sinner. And I ask that you save me on the day in Jesus' name. If you pray that prayer, you're saved. You're you part of the fellowship. You want to become a part of the Rock Church? Come on, see the links right there. Come on, your giving matters at the Rock Church. I want you to give your time, your offering. Your we love you. We appreciate you. Look, I got your words now. Open the eyes of my heart, Lord, as we go off the screen. <laughs> Open the eyes so of my heart. You I can't want to I want to see you. Y completa tu majestad. Y yo respondote tu gloria. Derrama tu amor y poder. Cuando canta tu santo, santo. See you highly did <laughs> Shining in the light of your glory. Pour out your power and love as we sing Santo, 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 I want to see you.